Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. In any organization, anyone that's a leader or has um, some kind of connection and importance into an organization will either develop for themselves or have someone who is kind of someone who's able to speak truth to the group, to the employees. You know, a leader could choose someone who's like a bulldog who will be able to give bad news to people huh? and not be afraid of whether to be liked or not liked. Huh? And that happens in any kind of organization. And for me today, the first reading speaks so much about prophecy, about prophets, and how they are many times rejected in preaching the truth. Today we hear from the book of the prophet Amos. He was a simple man who was a farmer and tended sheep near Bethlehem. He was part of the southern kingdom, one that's trying to be faithful to God. The northern kingdom is struggling a little bit. And what's happening is that the people with great wealth are being oppressive to the poor. So much so that they kind of move them out, develop their own ways, and even as what's being said in today's uh, first reading from Amos is, they don't even care about Sabbath. When is this whole churchy thing over, they think, so that we can go back to being sure that we make as much money as possible and not caring about individuals? For some reason, God chooses Amos to be his voice, to go north to the kingdom and to speak to those who are very wealthy about things they don't want to hear. Stop doing that towards God's people. Stop being that way. Needless to say, the people with great wealth were ready to get the package going. Rather, they packed up Amos and kicked him out of their country and said, we don't want anything with what you're trying to sell or say. And so Amos and other prophets, both men and women who've been called to speak, are rejected. And I guess the question we want to ask ourselves today, how do you and I feel when we're rejected? When we're not listened to, maybe we're not valued, or when it comes to the truth, when we try to preach what we live as Christians there, and we're turned away or not listened to or told that we're totally wrong, that could be a very hurtful thing for people. And so I think the challenge for us today then is how do we be, deal when we are rejected? You know, for men and women who preach the gospel, some with words and sometimes by way of living of life, it's very painful to be rejected. When I was first ordained, you're young, and you're seeing the world black and white, and you're ready to go out and set the world on fire. And sometimes you take rejection very personally. When people say, you're wrong, we don't like your preaching, it stinks, huh? The church is wrong in that particular area. And sometimes for us as young people, we take that very personal. I know I used to do that in the beginning and saying, you're rejecting who I am. You're rejecting the truth. You've got to be careful. I think over time, I've kind of learned to change to be more godlike, more patient and more understanding because I think that's what experience does when you're rejected many times when people listen to your talks or your life and just go, he's full of it. He's wrong. I don't see it that way. You know, that happens sometimes. And that's part of the rejection. You know, my mom and dad had me in the year 1959. And my last two sisters came in 1980 and 1983. 
And I want you to know my brother and the rest of my sisters complained to my mom and dad that they were not raising my two sisters in the right way, like they did with us. And so they said, we told them, you're letting them get away with murder. That's not right. And I think I've learned as I got older is that I think they were tired by the time they had their sixth and seventh kid. And I think they learned through great wisdom that everything is not a federal case. But I think they learned to be a parent and disciplinarian in a different way. And I think the same thing can happen when you and I feel rejected, the message of Christ being rejected. And here's the challenge I think that Amos gives to us here as well, is that humility to be told that you're wrong and told to go away without anger or argument. That's what Paul talks about today because St. Paul goes many places throughout the world and he meets a lot of resistance as well. But what happens is when Christians feel that they're being persecuted in a way that people are rejecting them and not getting their ideals or their morals or their values, sometimes people don't act very Christ-like, do they? They yell. They condemn people. They don't give people the sense of dignity. And I think... As a priest, I really try then to learn to deal with people who reject or maybe not like the message that I'm giving or what what I'm trying to do to teach on behalf of the church. So how do I handle that? I think for me, I've kind of learned that when people disagree with me or not like me personally for whatever reason, I'm okay with that. Again, when I was younger, probably took it more personal. But I think I've kind of learned over time that God is always patient with people. You know, I hear a lot of confessions a lot of times over 37 years. And I want to let you know I've heard everything, everything in 37 years. And I think one of the things that I enjoy about that sacrament is really helping people who come wounded and hurt and still see good in themselves. And letting them leave the confessional in a way that says, okay, this is very true, I'm dealing with sin, but that doesn't define everything who I am. And so a good confessor, a good priest, a good Christian can always see good in other people. One of the advantages of being a priest, and if you're good at that, is you don't have to do jury duty. Because whenever I'm called to go, the first thing I say, I'm a priest, and they say, get out, you're not wanted. Because you know what? You're not going to convict anyone. Because you're bound to let everyone go because you see goodness in people. And that's a good thing to, to be dealing with. So, how do we deal with rejection in family, or in life, or in the world when Christians do that? I I think the thing is not to be ungodly, by being so angry that the church can sometimes, some people in the church can kind of condemn people and say, until, don't even darken the doors of the church unless your life changes around. Unless you come to really believe in the true church or unless you meet these things, how can you call yourself a Catholic or even show up for communion as well? That is so unchristlike. God is a God of patience who wants everyone to convert and change. But not anyone, everyone in this room lives the gospel completely. We all have areas of life where we fall short. But we also have areas where we really are strong and we play to our strengths. What happens is that we sometimes want to win the argument. And so our pride and ego gets in the way. We're worried about people's souls. Some people are lost. And some people are choosing things in their life that are very destructive and very sinful. 
and cause a lot of pain. And of course we should speak truth. And sometimes we have to risk that in being rejected and told, you know, get out of here or don't talk to me. Or, but we never respond back with the ego to try to win by sending emails and articles and facts on everything until you finally give in because I'm going to win this argument no matter what. It's not about winning. So today, you heard from the prophet Amos. What about the rich people that didn't like Amos and kicked him out? Did you hear it today? Anybody hear from the wealthy people that Amos went to preach? Anyone? Did you get a letter from them? Do you know who they are? Anyone know their names? No. Who wins out in the end? Amos. God's word. And I think the same thing can happen for us. If we really believe truth, if we're living it out, in the end, it's God who wins, not us. It's not about us. I think we just learned to know that rejection is going to be part of that. And you and I are much like the prophets today. Even though it's painful, even it's told that we love and care for people and we want to spread the gospel or win them over or keep the relationship going, sometimes that doesn't happen. But remember, I think the thing is, we do what St. Paul tells us today, that we encounter people without anger and without argument. We can disagree. We can stand for the truth. And we know that God wins out in the end. But we always are godlike when we're rejected. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission 